The recent global events have been beyond dramatic. Think about the COVID-19 pandemic. In April 2021, we're talking about nearly 134 million infections globally and nearly 3 million deaths. Come to think of it, who puts such a pandemic on the risk register? Uh, we, we know that it's a black swan. But how do you put a black swan on a risk register? You never just think about it, right? And in recent weeks, again, something just popped up, the brokerage of the Suez Canal. Who would actually think that the ever-given ship would somehow tilt and block the Suez Canal? We're talking about an, an estimated $9 billion lost per day in global trade. And around 12% of the entire globe trade was actually disrupted just by this one big ship. This is actually equivalent to 400 million worth of trade per hour or $6.7 million per minute lost in global trade. Who actually would think to include such a disruptive event on their risk register? You don't just sit around, right? So in this segment, we will talk about the key questions that boards and management should be asking during this COVID-19 pandemic. You see, um, a lot of things have changed and uh, COVID has revealed a lot about um, business, about how organizations should go about uh, risk management and whatnot. And in this episode, we're narrowing down to the key questions that boards should be asking their organizations as far as business and risk management uh, together are concerned. And these are drawn from the lessons that COVID has brought up to most organizations. It's, it's very interesting to hear some of the questions because well, we're talking about making radical adjustments. So these questions will not, might not appeal to some as very conventional bad. I strongly believe that they have to be asked either way because COVID has changed the landscape for business and uh, business cannot be operating as usual all right we're not just talking about digitalization where people can continue to operate and work from home but we're talking about certain questions that should shake our notions especially the ones that we held tightly to before covid now the first question that we believe that boards should ask and we'll give you about four questions first one is has your organization identified the admit risk. What, why are we calling the admit risk? Because COVID has revealed a number of risks and, and they are quite contextualized to organizations based on their kind of business. They vary from one business to the other. What COVID has done is to reveal what your showstopper risks are. And these are the ones we're calling admit risks. For some, it's customers not being available. Okay, now before COVID, you ask how many hospitality industries really nailed that one as a risk in the risk register. Very few would have done. They probably talked about reputational risk, customer having negative perception and whatnot. But then lockdowns happened. Customers were locked down as part of preventative measures for COVID-19. 
and therefore the COVID, um, the, the hospitality industry was affected and pe- people wouldn't travel anymore and people wouldn't occupy hotels anymore. That's uh, an ultimate risk as far as hospitality industry is concerned. That's the ultimate risk that was not identified, I believe, for most before COVID. Now it has happened. Now it has to be named as is. Now it has to feature in the risk register and the board should be asking, do we have it? Is it visible? And do we have uh, factors that should help us to manage it if it happens? Because truth be said, history does not only repeat itself, but sometimes when it dies, it's worse than before, if not checked. Strategic operational processes. The other key question that we believe both should be asking, uh, the second question is, have we identified external risks to our organization, the ones that would affect our business? Now, we talked about identifying the ultimate risk. It could come from within or it could come from outside. But their emphasis here is, have we looked at those that are coming from the outside the organization, outside your business environment? Because what COVID has revealed is something that happens in China could produce so much effect that would wind up right before your doorstep as an organization. And you have to deal with that. So before that happens, have you identified in my risk management career what i've often come across is organizations tend to identify those risks that arise from within their business environment we're talking about risks that arise from governance risks that arise from financial compliance Um, how about things that would be deemed as very remote as far as geography is concerned talking about geopolitical risks something that happens between United States and China, something that happens in the United Kingdom, on EU and, and whatnot. Have we tracked what those events could produce as an outcome that would affect our business? Do we have a system that would keep track in terms of the effects that would happen? Do we have them on the radar? Do you have them in the risk register? So that's a key question that we should be asking. Do not only identify the ultimate risk uh, arising from within, but also focus on the ultimate risks arising from outside the business environment. And we're talking about radical, radical kind of thinking, not only just the nearby outside involvement, but we're talking about even the remote uh, outside involvement, something that happens in uh, Europe, something that happens in the Middle East. Does your organization trace in, in as far as its effect? on your organization. That needs to be in place. Risk is disruptive. That's why it's called risk. Like a risk is anything that can deter management or the board in achieving company objectives. Now, if if you hear about Parma today, what do you think about? You would think about the port town in Mozambique where insurgencies have just sprang up from nowhere. In March, we're talking about attack after attack happening on locals and also foreigners in Mozambique, a country that's just away from us. It's just we we share borders. But our risk managers, our internal auditors, or anyone else involved in assurance work, are they thinking about it? How do you take that on your risk register? Come to think of it.
third question is, should we continue putting our reliance on risk register? Now, I'll tell you why. You look at risk registers, you find that most of the times they're lagging, they're not leading. They do track events that have already happened or events that the organization is familiar with. And they do help in terms of keeping a log of those or all that, but have we shouldn't we be going beyond that? Shouldn't we be going beyond what is already known? So risk registers are typical for known knowns or unknown knowns. That's what I found. But in risk management, there is a term of tail risk, something that is very remote at the end of the tail. You can't see it coming. It's and, and it's, it kind of relates with our first and second question. But here we're questioning the importance of the tool that keeps these things. Risk registers are a log of lagging risks most of the times. Shouldn't we be going beyond that? Shouldn't we be thinking about different ways of um, recording our risks and even identifying our risks? And uh, how do we get to the point of identifying the unknown unknowns? I believe this is where uh, management and boards could use a lot of scenario analysis as well as stress testing risks. Uh, in that moment, we're not discarding uh, the risk register. We're not doing, doing away with the risk register altogether, but we're trying to bring in other tools that should help us to uh, improve our risk identification and assessment process and typically uh, provide insights, recommend scenario analysis. You bring out scenarios. Could this happen? And if this happened, what if? What's the impact? What's the likelihood? And in terms of uh, confidence levels, that's where now you feature stress testing. You stress your situations. You got your risk register and say, okay, we know these non-knowns. We know there could be reputational risk. We know uh, there could be a governance risk. Now let's stress, stress test this. Let's put in more stress on this. Let's stretch it to the extreme and find out what the extreme risk could be to the organization and what are the confidence levels. And after that, then the question be, becomes, do we have factors that should manage this kind of stressed risk or tail risks? And you see in the process already, you, you're getting near to answering question one and two. Because the moment you do this, you'll be able to identify the ultimate risk. You'll be able to also identify um, the risks that are external to the organization. We believe you've enjoyed today's episode. For more contacts, please reach us on our website, www.provaluemw.com or call us directly on plus 265-888-251671. Until next time, keep safe and be vigilant.